Hi, I'm Spicy Dicey. And I'm Chantal Renee. And, and we, we love, love sex and horror. These are topics we love to write about as published authors. I love all things spicy and dicey. And I'm a big fan of sex and the sinister. Thanks for joining us for some dark, twisted, sexy, uncensored fun as we discuss sex, sex and, and horror. horror. Hey guys, are you looking for that perfect logo to represent you, your company, or perhaps just your next birthday shindig? Well, you can find that person to help you create exactly what you're looking for at printprintrevolution.com. These guys do hand silk screening. They do amazing work on Adobe and Photoshop to make your images come to life. You got to check them out, printprintrevolution.com. That's printprintrevolution.com. Okay, tonight we have a special guest with us. Shaggy does paranormal investigations. Is that right, Shaggy? Yes, ma'am. Every chance I get. Okay. Well, that's exciting. You're I the first it. one that that does it officially. I mean, you know, we've had people that dabble in the paranormal, I think. Um, well, actually, right. I, I think uh, Master Reggie, I think he did some paranormal investigations, right? He did. That's right. He did oh, demonology okay. stuff, actually. That was yeah. kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But Shaggy, you go to like um haunted places, uh like real 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 places that are haunted and and look for beings there, right? Absolutely. I mean, me and the team I'm with now have been doing this for over a decade and I'm the biggest skeptic on the team. I would say hands down. <laughs> I have mm-hmm. many nicknames. But the one that they've given me is uh, Archie Debunker because I'm always <laughs> looking to, you know, find the the natural before the supernatural, the normal before the paranormal. But I've encountered and you're grouchy, things. obviously. <laughs> no, actually, I'm hardly ever grouchy. I, I giggle a lot, so that 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 happens quite often. But you know, for me, I I have experienced enough stuff that I can't explain. To keeps me interested uh, in doing it. Absolutely. Well, I can't wait to hear some exciting. of those stories. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be exciting then. You know what? Uh, so uh, to give our listeners a little catch up, we met Shaggy at, what was the place, Chantel? It was an event. It, it was the Nerd, NerdCon. Yes, NerdCon. Yes. And that was, it feels like ancient time ago but it wasn't that long back in the days year. when humans could be around each other <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> anything and before he, covid he, seems like a uh, a different time yeah <laughs> it totally seems like a different time period and he was really cool and so we thought he'd be great to come on you know what have you ever have you watched evil wow it's funny you'd mention that i ever since the the last big investigation we did that uh, kind of left me, kind of left uh, me burnt a little bit. Can can we curse on here, by the way? Oh yes, oh. please. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, you should hear some of the things burnt. we say on here. Oh yeah. Oh, well, yeah, I guess so. I have actually heard some of it. <laughs> <laughs> you ought but, to know. Uh, yes, ma'am. But yeah, that, that, we'll we'll talk about that too. The the Magnolia Hotel because they really burnt my ass on that place, but. Ever since then, I kind of took a break. I stepped back a little bit, and I've been binge-watching tons of Netflix, and mm-hmm. Evil was one of them, and I love that show. Yeah. When you said you were skeptical, Agreed. you reminded me of one of those characters. The, the, there was a guy up there that, that is, a, <laughs> is a skeptic, but he keeps yeah. he, he keeps um, 
their handyman character. Yeah, and I yeah. want to say he. This the show is really good in the sense that it's presenting the scientific, the the scientific, the technological, the paranormal, and you don't know what is really going on, but you know there's some paranormal going on. Some things can be explained away with science and technology, and other things just can't. Some people right. are just evil on there, and they, they do a really good job of balancing that out. They do. So what they I love about it, it's almost. Yeah, it's psychological, right? You're trying to figure out, is the evil really just a human trait? Right. Or is there something supernatural to it? So that's what I love about that show. I like how they keep going back and forth like a tennis match. You think, oh, wow, they're really going to, it's it's happening. And then they flip it on you. You're like, oh, well, that makes sense. And then it goes back and forth. Yeah, it's, it's a good show. Mm. Now, so, now we got to find out if you've experienced any of that kind of stuff. Because that's yeah. where the question really is going. <laughs> You said yeah. that you you said something about getting burned at Magnolia Hotel. Well, I, well, I'll say this. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Magnolia in oh, I was gonna say the Magnolia Hotel in New Orleans. No, the one one here in Texas. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. It's uh, where is that area? I don't remember the the actual the town. It's all these places are in small towns, like ninety nine percent of them, and I can't remember the actual location, but. This place is pretty famous. Um, it's had all the big TV shows go there. And just recently, I want to say towards the end of last year, they opened it up. It's, it's a bed and breakfast, technically, is what it is. Mm. And uh, the, the way they did it is, 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 really, is really cool. I like the way they set it up where it's because I, I'm assuming it's because of COVID. You don't interact with anybody. You go through Airbnb. You schedule you know, your, your stay. And they, and what they did is it's got like a they give you a a keypad uh, number lock or whatever and you, and that's your access and it's upstairs. Mm. In fact, every every bit of area you go to is upstairs, and they have when you go up the stairs, the first area you you encounter is like a living room area. It's got two furnished bedrooms, kitchen, and a bathroom, and all that's furnished. It's got AC. It's nice, and then it's got a secondary door that has a different uh, lock, you know, digital lock on it. And that takes you to the unfinished side. And, but the whole area has got history, but mm. you know, that unfinished side, whoo, that place, there is no airflow whatsoever. And a lot of the places we go to mm. are like ball sweat and hot. I mean, you, if you're there too long, you're going to die. And that's how this place was, but that's not the part that burnt me. What burnt me. And, and I'm not trying to throw them under the bus. I like the place. And, and this year, I had a lot of firsts. I've been doing this for over a decade, and I'll tell you some stories that have me scratching my head that I can't explain. But one of them Ooh, happened okay. here. Oh, yeah. I, this place, I saw my first shadow figure. Mm. And undeniable, mm. I, I, I tried to debunk it. I tried trying to figure out maybe we cast a shadow, but it was just me and one other guy because the rest of the team couldn't make it. And... I saw it out of the corner of my eye, clear as day. It moved. I didn't. The guy that was behind me was back and, and to the left where he his light, and it was all infrared light, and he couldn't have been cast in that shadow, or it would have been me, and I know it wasn't me, and it just kind of, as I, as I made eye contact with it, it's almost like it realized it, and it backed away, mm. and, and you could see the outline of the head. No hat, just a head and like a shoulder and part of the, the chest area. And that was kind of weird. I, I I tried to figure out what that could have been, and there's there's nothing else it could have been. 
But what burnt me about the place, a lot of these places, when you go to them, they, I coined the phrase pay to paraplay, where you have <laughs> to pay to go to these places. And right. this one in particular, you know, bed and breakfast, go through Airbnb. It's, I want to say it was about 270 a night, which really is. Wow. Bad. Yeah, that's, that's a lot, cheap. though. Yeah, yeah. But a lot of these places are in the 350 up to the $500 range. So it's it's good Yay. to have a team so y'all can kind of split the cost. But what I didn't catch, and, and, and my boy Huck is the one that set this one up. So I didn't get the emails or any of that information. He did, but then they ended up not being able to go. Because what it is is it's me and my brother, another friend of ours who is now moving to Florida. So I'm not sure how much involvement he's going to still have. But then a husband and wife team, which is Huck and Tina, they wasn't able to make it. So – I didn't find out till after the fact we did the investigation. The video was going to be sick. I did a lot of work on it. Man, we, we caught some amazing stuff. You know, I've spent two weeks editing this footage, and then I see the fine print with uh, Huck sent me some of the information. You cannot, they got it set up so that they do not allow you to post anything on any social networking without their approval. And if you do so without their approval, it's a $500 filming fee. Wow. And I was like, wow. you got to be kidding me. So I, so it was, that's going through his bank account. So I didn't want to, didn't want to do him like that. So I emailed him and let's just say we're not your daddy's paranormal team. We're a little different. <laughs> you know, we, okay. we cuss, we get a little dirty. I also got the nickname uh. Shag, Shag Nasty. So be out there. <laughs> but you know, I want to know more about that. <laughs> I figured that was the best nickname for this podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you figured right. So I, I figured, you know, I was going to message him and, and see what's going on. And, and I told him, you know, a situation that that's why we go to these places so we can make videos for our YouTube channel. And they said, well, send us a link to your channel. We'll review it. And I thought, well, they're not going to like what they see. And sure enough, they uh, they didn't give even give us an option to pay the $500. They just said they're just going to stick with the no filming policy. So I was like, crap. And we'd already scheduled wow. another trip to go back so the whole team could go. So I canceled that and got a refund. But, but that's what I mean when I say they burnt me. But the place... Uh, aside from all those shenanigans, the place was great, real creepy. See, for me, I'm, I'm not only am I skeptical, but I don't catch parafeelings. I'm as sensitive as a hammer. So it's really weird when I do get that creepy vibe. And I walk yeah. through these places by myself on purpose to try to, to feel, I guess, less threatening to whatever might be there. And to be, make myself more vulnerable, maybe they'll come out and play. And I'm walking mm. through this place by myself and I get to this area in the back and, and the first room was done up almost like you might, if you had to envision a, like a, a bordello or, or a prostitution, you know, area from the old time, it had this kind of velvety old school looking couch and it had that kind of look to it. Well, I was right on the money because that's what that area was. And I got a weird vibe when I walked in that particular area. And then I was like, okay, that's kind of weird. And then the room right next to it was a little child's room. And again, I, I like to go into these places with as little information as possible. So I don't feel like mm. I'm front-loading myself with the information. So I didn't know much of any of the history on this place. And when I go into that little kid's room, I didn't like it. 
and that that's only happened a handful of times in the decade. But I'm in this room mm. and I'm like, I don't like this room. Why don't I like this room? What's going on? Well, come to find out, the the woman who had her business in that front room, she kept her daughter in a tiny little closet. I'm telling you, this thing was the size of a locker. She'd put her in this wow. closet while she did her business. And I we didn't know that. In fact, we didn't find out about that closet area till in the morning just before we left. Because uh, Tina, That's she terrible. dug she, oh, it was crazy. She dug up some history on it. And we I went back in there and, and, and tried to do some work. But we didn't we didn't get any interaction. Supposedly that door, if you close it, it'll open. But there were toys and balloons and stuff piled up in front of it. And if you didn't know it was there, you wouldn't know it was there. So mm. by the time we found out, it was it was really too late. But what we did capture that blows my mind still to this day. Do y'all know what a ghost box is? Mm-hmm. Okay, you do. You, no, you, do I you don't. know Dicey? I, she doesn't. No, I don't. I want to know though. And some of our well, listeners may not. So go ahead and explain it. Okay. It's basically a modified radio that scans the stations and you can adjust the speed. Now I always run it as fast as that thing will go. And there's multiple kinds by different companies. The, I'm trying to think, we use different ones throughout the night, but it basically will scan the stations. And the theory is that you spirits, demons, whatever it is you're interacting with, because I have no idea, but something can communicate to you know with you through the white noise and you know skeptics will say that it's just radio chatter but i've captured full sentences like four and five word sentences that make sense and will pertain to where we are or us and what we're doing now to me as a skeptic that's hard to write off because if it's just radio chatter it's scanning through them stations that 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 that, that, like real fast how are you going to get anything out of that that makes any sense at all you could get words. You could get four or five words, maybe. But are they going to make sense? It's going to be an actual sentence. I don't. I don't. I don't buy that. I don't that. think so. Yeah. And so, and you can actually get direct communication that way. And now for this particular thing, no, we didn't get full on sentences. But the amount of times we got mom, mommy, you know, mother, all all this in that area was mind blowing and come to find out hmm. the little girl being locked in the closet was probably calling out for her mom a lot. Oh, I would imagine. So yeah. That gives that... me goosebumps. Oh yeah. Ooh, me too. This is <laughs> our Halloween episode. <laughs> yeah, this is perfect for Halloween. <laughs> it it was very creepy. That whole place was pretty creepy. But that those two rooms and especially that little girl's room, I didn't like it. I didn't like that room at all. <laughs> wow. So have you have you experienced any kind of like physical reaction with another like a, a lifeless or bodiless person as I call them? Have you been touched or pushed or scratched or any of that sort of thing? <laughs> well, and if was my, it was there ever any naughty touches? Because we want to know that too. <laughs> I, I, I figured we were going to go there. Um, no, unfortunately, and I've tried plenty of times. What are you like, saying? Like, you example, walk in a haunted house with your penis hanging out? Come on now, Shaggy. No, I don't go that far, but we've been to a lot, a lot of places like the Old Park Hotel, which we're going back in November for our very first three-night investigation, and I couldn't be more excited about that. But that's in Bollinger, Texas. And if you if you or your listeners are wanting to go to a really awesome place, I could not recommend this more. Uh, I want to say it's about three, maybe three fifty a night, but you get the entire 
two-story old western style hotel to yourself and it's glass count it had over 40 rooms that you can go into wow and i want to say seven or eight of them are completely furnished with ac everything you can sleep in they got showers a lot a lot of places ain't got that we've been to some pretty you're roughing it we've been to some pretty 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 nasty places (laughs) there's not even a bathroom in some of the places we've gone yeah you got to get got to get creative but this that particular place has several rooms where there were, you know, prostitutes that also that's what it was believed to be at one time. It was a, like a bordello or uh, they got other names for them. But their ladies did their business in the back and go in there and out. I, there's not too much I won't try to get activity. <laughs> I, okay. you know, I don't take anything off the table. I'll try everything. I'll be nice. I'll be nasty. I'll be aggressive. I'll try it all at least two or three times, whatever it takes. But mm-hmm. as far as we're not talking about your dates, right? <laughs> well, no, that's, a, that's a separate topic. <laughs> <laughs> I up until up until a couple weekends ago to answer your previous question, I would have had to say no. I've never experienced any of that. But well, let me let me back up a little bit. We we recently did um, Hill House Manor in Gainesville, Texas. Now we've been there one time previous. That place is pretty cool too, by the way. It's an old house. All these places used to be uh, um, uh, speakeasies. That was the name I was trying to think of. Well, that's another oh, okay. name for a lot of these places. You know, they they would bootleg liquor. They did prostitution. They did all this back in those days. Mm-hmm. Well, this is another one that had the same thing going on there. Now they've also got the unique setup where they have an actual well, which is inside the home. It's actually made up of multiple. Back then, you know, a, a one room was a home, <laughs> and they've actually got multiple pieces that have been put together over the years. And at one point, they just build right around this well, so it's actually inside the house. That's creepy, man. When you go into the well, that room, is weird. Call it, yeah, it is. And they got like lights down in the wells, with like a plexiglass thing over it, so you can look down and video mm. and take pictures and everything. And we're in that room, and it was me and investigator Sean. Who was the, the guy that's moving to Florida? It was it was me and him at Magnolia, just uh, just the two of us that time. But me and him are in the well room, and we're doing the ghost box, asking questions. And suddenly, I feel <laughs> it was a water droplet on my calf muscle, but there was no wetness. And I was <laughs> like, dude, it it kind of freaked me out because I was like, what the heck was that? Now <laughs> I'd never heard of that. Sean, he was like, oh, you got a phantom water droplet. And I was like, what the heck is that? He knew all mm. about it. It's, it's apparently a thing, and I'd never even heard it before. And he said, mm. supposedly that's spirit trying to get your attention. And I said, well, they mm. sure as well got my attention. Uh-huh. And he yeah. asked That's happened question. to me, so I know what really? you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, cool. So, yeah, I'd never experienced that. And then he asked the ghost box, was that you? Did, did you? did you? Were you trying to get a hold of Shaggy or something like that? And you hear, gotcha, come across the ghost box. Wow. So, yeah. What? That that's is what like I a like. direct... Like boom, yes. that's awesome. that's my favorite. When you can get multiple things to occur all at the same time, that makes it harder and harder, you know, to debunk or explain away. Yeah. yeah. But uh, other than that, here recently, do you know the um, Tejas Chocolate and Barbecue Place? And I think it's in Spring. You all familiar with that? Oh, I don't know it. Well, Old Town Spring is is got a lot of history there as well. But there's a a barbecue and chocolate place 
that has has actually, it's actually been on one show. I can't remember the name of it, but they did an investigation there. And between the business and some homes, there's like an old school alley that runs between them all. And that supposedly has got some activity. And the team set up a camera and they captured a shadow figure and, and heard a voice. So for, I mean, Huck and Tina live about 10 minutes from that spot. So a couple weekends ago, we finally got off our butts and we went down there to spend a couple hours. And there's also a railroad track right nearby where supposedly a, 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 a guy died trying to beat the tracks and he didn't make, he didn't beat the train. And mm. supposedly there's, there's mm. a thing there where the, the little arms will come down. The little, it'll make the little ding noise. The little arm guards will come down, but no train ever goes by. Now, from mm. a skeptical standpoint, my first thought's going to be, well, that thing's, that's just, that's, 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 it's messed up. There's something wrong with it. They right. need to service it. But um, that we didn't experience that. And we didn't experience any, and this happens to us a lot too, where we go to the place, we try to get evidence of the, to back up the claims. We may not get that, but we'll get something else. And we're, I walked that entire alley completely by myself. I come back. They were doing some work over by the tracks. Then we go down together. And it was just me, Huck, and Tina. On the way back, we passed this big, creepy tree that we make, we make note of a couple times. And, and you can see this on our Instagram. And, and soon it'll be on Facebook or uh, YouTube as well. But we're walking. And suddenly, on my arm, there's, it, I guess it was a touch. It felt like. Again, I thought it was a drop, but when I think back, it felt like a finger, and it was cold. It was ice cold, and it mm. kind of rubbed on my arm. But my, my brain first said, okay, well, it's water. It's, it's sprinkling, but there was no wetness at all. So that ruled mm. out rain, you know, squirrel piss, whatever it could have been mm -hmm. in that tree. It was none of those things. It was just a cold touch, and then the finger, I guess, whatever it was, kind of rubbed on my arm, and it was there and gone. But I, I remember how cold it was, and that's never mm. happened to me before. And that's one of the, that was the biggest thing that probably happened that night, and I can't wow. explain it. I have, I have no explanation for that. So do you think when you do these kind of, um, and, I, and Dicey, if you have a question, just, you know, jump in oh, there. Oh, I have a few. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, you know, when you said that, I mean, it seems to me like a lot of times when you become an investigator, you're really kind of going to get your own um, proof versus really trying to discover it for others. Do you know what I'm saying by that? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, and I think that's the best for everybody. If, if they have an interest in this, for me personally, it was initially when we started I didn't care about having a personal experience. All I wanted to do was capture something on film. I, I wanted to be, you know, that's, that was my thing. I wanted to capture it so I could show people and go, look, this happened, this door opened or closed or this happened or whatever. But over, over time, I've gotten to the point where I still want that. I still want to do that, but I want to have that experience, that defining paranormal experience where they're, there's no, there's no question at all. I just saw an apparition walk across the room or that, that chair scooted all the way across the room. I, I, I want that. Now I want to capture it on film. Right. <laughs> I mean, but I, but I, I go into these kind of places where there's supposedly some pretty negative or nasty entities and I give them permission. You know, like, man, if you want, you can pick me up and throw me across the room. I weigh like 160 soaking wet. Do it. You got my permission. As long as the cameras are rolling, I'll take one for the team. Let's go. <laughs> but unfortunately, that that hasn't happened yet. But 
not for lack of trying. <laughs> and that's my question. That's that's the thing that, and I know that I think we've had a Katrina spiritual medium has kind of given her perspective on why, but I want the I want the the spirits and the ghosts to do something useful. You know, like I'm not even so scared of you being there. If you're there, that's fine. But don't just be dropping water on my leg. How about pick up, <laughs> help me find my keys, or you know, ah. or you know, even the sexual thing. You know, give me some pleasure then. At least you know, don't just be clo- opening and closing <laughs> doors. Yeah, don't make me waste the batteries if I ain't gotta. <laughs> right? <laughs> you you, you want that I need something? You know, how about help out? Don't just you know break a glass. You know, that's so useless. Do something. You're looking for a visit from Incubus or Succubus. <laughs> or, maybe, or maybe both at the same time. I mean, you know, whatever. <laughs> it could be a party, you know. There you go. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, but I, I don't, it doesn't, it doesn't have to just be sexual. I'm just saying, you know, do something. Go help me find the remote. Like, pick up the right. remote and give it to me instead of me having to call my kid from upstairs. <laughs> yeah, that, that food is burning. Can you turn the burner off for right. me? Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so- it's funny. It's that that's actually a common paranormal thing as well. Not so much them finding things for you, but things disappearing. Right. You, mm-hmm. you set something down and you know, I put my keys on the kitchen table. I know yeah. I did. And yeah. you, you turn the house upside down you find them, but they're on the dresser in your bedroom, a spot where you already looked a thousand times. Mm-hmm. So, so they seem to be more chaotic than, than anything. You know? or, tri- or trickster. Exactly. Yeah. Disrupting yeah. what's going on in the real world. But I remember Katrina uh, addressed that that it takes a lot of energy to be able to maneuver things in in this plane. I think she mentioned that you know mm-hmm. they they have to figure out how to communicate. They have to figure out how to move objects and how to do that. And some are able to do it better than others. And some it just takes a lot more time and stuff like that. I think she explained it that way. It definitely uh, seems that way. Like there's some kind of learning curve that has to take place or, <laughs> or we're dealing with some kind of a barrier, you know, that they can't, that it's just not as easy to get through. But then again, I don't even know what we're, what we're communicating with. I'm convinced at this point that we are communicating with something. Now I'm not, that's my other that question the, to you. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't believe in ghosts, not in the traditional sense. I, mm-hmm. I can't say a hundred you know, percent that it is the spirits of deceased humans, mm-hmm. but we've captured what could be interpreted as evidence that would support all of these different ideas. Mm. You know, so, I mean, like for, for from a religious background, if you look at a lot of the ancient texts, they deal with jinn or the genie, mm-hmm. uh, like like in Middle Eastern areas, they talk a lot about the jinn, and mm-hmm. the Bible talks about demons and sort of other things. Now, for me personally. If you read in, in these ancient texts, especially the Bible, where it talks about demons, mm-hmm. I think it's not talking about fallen angels. It's talking about the the human fallen angel hybrids that were existed, the giants. Uh, talking mm. about Genesis, Genesis 6, when they died, when their physical body died, they mm-hmm. were unauthorized. Their spirit had nowhere to go. So I think they're the demons. They're the angry, pissed off, bodiless spirits that are here. They're the They're the bad guys. We need him and Sir Reggie to get together. <laughs> do you have a, so you have a religious background? Yes, I do. In fact, okay. Actually. So your experiences, you run it through that uh, that filter, through that lens. You think you try to figure out how it reconciles with with how you were taught or how you were raised or what you believe your religious beliefs are. 
Well, honestly, no, I really don't. If if I was filtering it through that lens, I wouldn't be doing this at all because my parents mm-hmm, tell me mm-hmm. it's all Damon's. Everything's Damon's. Yeah, what do they and think I, about it? They don't like it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, they, they, they don't care for it at all. They think I'm I'm playing with fire. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you're opening yourself up for some sort of possession or anything like that? Personally, no, because I think you have to you have to literally open yourself up for that. I, you know, the Ouija board to me, that's a toy. Uh, mm-hmm. Can you communicate with it? Yeah, but you, you also can with a camera, with a digital recorder, with mm-hmm. a ghost box. And we have some experiments coming up that, that are going to be pretty out there. I, I'm so psyched for these experiments. Like, here's mm-hmm. an example. Have you ever heard of the Estes method? Mm-mm. Okay. Okay. This this is some good stuff right here. It's, it's Estes? A, it's a, yes, Estes method. It's it's in using a spirit box, but mm-hmm. if, if you're the person that's going to wear the headphones, they're noise-canceling headphones where all you hear is the spirit box, the, the radio mm-hmm. station scanning. You have a blindfold on. You're not asking any of the questions. All you do is spit out what you hear. Someone else asked, asked the questions. Now, our first time to try this was at the old Lavaca jailhouse in Hallettsville, Texas. Another yeah, it's great a great place. place. Oh, yeah. it's awesome. There's the lots of stuff are, in there. <laughs> oh, yeah. And the two ladies that run it are awesome. The coolest hosts you could imagine. Now, we are in the sheriff's room. We're doing the Estes method. Uh, Tina is wearing it. She's got her back to us. She's got the headphones and everything on. And me and my brother, BDM, we're asking the questions. And at one point, he's, he, we, we get the impression that we're talking to something that could be upstairs. Uh-uh. And we ask, you know, I think BDM said, if, if you're here, if you're upstairs, I want you to bang on one of the cell doors. And within just a matter of seconds, we hear this loud bang. And about the time it takes me to turn and look at him with my mouth open, uh, Tina goes, I did. Now, she mm. can't hear. She can't hear what's going on, doesn't hear the questions, didn't hear the, the bang on the door. And that that's mind-blowing to me. That, that, mm. And then we got several direct interactions like that, which is just crazy. Yeah. Now, we have an experiment that we're going to do with that same kind of idea, but we want multiple cameras covering different angles. And this is actually Huck and Tina's idea. And it's going to involve the Ouija board, spirit box, and a bunch of cameras. And we're going to recreate that idea, but also throwing a Ouija board in the mix where we will not be able to see the board. We won't be co- controlling or, or doing any of the questioning. Somebody else will. And all we'll mm. be doing is having the hands on the planchette and spitting out whatever the spirit box tells us. Mm. Nice. Yeah. See. I'm looking nice. forward to that. Now, what, what you, when I want to go back to the religious thing a minute, mm-hmm. was this, uh, do you think that had something to do with your being drawn to this? Were you interested in these sort of things based on the stories you read in the Bible? I'm surprised that that didn't scare you away. You know, a lot of people, they don't want to deal with anything paranormal because they are afraid of what the, the, the spiritual aspects, you know, what the consequences to their own spirit could be or right. what they could be dabbling with and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm curious on how you got from there to this. Yeah, that is an interesting question. I, I guess I never really thought a lot about it. You know, my my grandfather was an assembly guide pastor, 
Mm-hmm. And my dad's been studying Bible prophecy since before I was born. So he, mm-hmm. he if, if I have a biblical question, I go to him. Mm-hmm. And me, I, I've just always been, huh, I've always been a little different, <laughs> I mm-hmm. guess you could say. And mm-hmm. I've always been interested in this kind of stuff. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm into the weird, the strange. And once I, I actually crossed over and started doing paranormal investigation, I just caught the bug and I got addicted to it. Now, mm-hmm. I firmly believe that demons, again, are the unauthorized hybrid, the spirits of the unauthorized hybrid beings that were described in the book of Genesis and the book of Enoch that are the, you know, they, they were the offspring of the human and fallen angel. You know, they were the children. Mm-hmm. Um, but to be completely honest, we have never encountered anything that i would say was evil or demonic okay. not one time hmm. we've okay. had we okay. have encountered some scary or not really scary but interesting things have happened like i said enough to keep me you know doing it but mm-hmm. we've never you know i th- think at hill house manor huck got scratched and that was the first time we've ever encountered anything like that now so he he's encountered stuff him and tina have encountered stuff for, for years i personally have not Hmm. Let's see. That's very interesting. You just need me to go with you because for whatever reason I tend to like invoke all the weird shit. I I went to um what's the place that uh it's a Luther Hotel and I was with a group and we were all doing our separate little, you know, we we divided up into different groups and so we were doing different rooms. And I recorded an imp sniffing my phone you could hear it and this is on youtube sniffing my phone as i was recording and speaking in a language that was not english wow and that had never happened before i have gone to um where was that i can't remember the name of the place oh oh it was a church and i've taken pictures and in the reflection of these old churches that I've taken pictures at seen demonic faces, like actual demonic faces. That I've always found that interesting when, when people go to church like in the picture investigation. Yeah. Yeah. That's, in the I mean, picture. that's one place you yeah. would not expect to find anything like that. But there are a lot of places where that happens. They get, you know, crazy EVPs and, and stuff mm-hmm. happens in churches. And that surprises me. Mm. Yeah. So it Shaggy- doesn't mean it doesn't mean at all. <laughs> go ahead <laughs> how do you how do you pick your places so l- let me say that let me go where i'm trying to go with this so you have um a list you know like you type in haunted houses and then you select those what how about has anyone come to you and said my house is haunted can you come and verify this or or so it's kind of a three-part question <laughs> and then <laughs> if someone is saying i have this this issue, have you ever tried to figure out how to help them rid it, rid the house or the dwelling of it? Well, we are open to do residential cases and we have done a few, but mm-hmm. we're, we're not demonologists or house cleansers or we don't, we don't know anything about that. And I don't, I would never want to try to do something like that and, and have do it you have a fire. Referral? Yeah. Do, do you have a referral for them? If they, if you, if you go in and you suspect that there's some, some activity, some paranormal activity there. Would you, do you have a referral for them? You know, 
so that I they do could... know I I do know some other teams that I think either do that themselves or they have access to different clergy members or someone that that mm. could do that. Mm-hmm. But uh, but no, our, we we've never done anything like that. I mean, we if someone believes. And, and we've done this, you know, uh, last year, in fact, if someone believes they've got activity and they want a team just to come in to verify it. Yeah, mm-hmm. we, we can definitely do that. Mm. But as far as cleansing or get rid of anything now, nah, we don't have any expertise in that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you usually pick yeah. your places based on um, things that you you've heard were haunted. Yeah, typically, typically we'll go to like we go to a lot of places in Texas because. You know, that's where we that's where we're from. But we've Indeed. also gone to <laughs> yeah, exactly. But we've also gone to the Velisca Axe Murder House in Iowa. Mm. Uh, uh, we we actually did a, a twofer uh, trip that year. We went there and we went to Malvern Manor, and Malvern Manor was was by far way better. That place was was awesome. But Velisca Axe Murder House mm. for for us it was you know it, it, not much happened, and that's how it is with a lot of these places. I mean, you can go to the most reportedly active place on the planet and nothing happened. And mm. It, mm. that's, that's the thing. It's not like the TV shows or the movies at all. Mostly it's you sitting alone in the dark, talking to yourself. <laughs> 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 well, I will say this, you know, because I'm a bit of, um, I don't know what the right word would be. I, I wouldn't consider myself a medium necessarily, but I do talk and can commune with spirit if I want. Um, I really feel that to some degree you have to reach out and energize some of this spirit. Like a lot of times it will just be stagnant and not doing anything. Mm. You have to literally feel it to, for it to come out. And and the, so the ones that you don't have to feel are the ones you have to worry about. Do you see what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Absolutely. We haven't really encountered a lot of that, but, following what you're saying there is I've, I've been doing a lot of experience or e- experiments lately where I'm using uh, sound waves and different types of I guess it'd be meditative type stuff uh, you, mm-hmm. you see a lot of them on YouTube and I will go through and I will pump the airwaves with these different tones and pitches and frequencies because I think a lot of it has to do with frequencies me personally mm-hmm. the reason why i don't think i get as much interaction as the next person is because my frequency vibes at a different level and i mm-hmm. and there could be something right there screaming in my face and and i'm just on a different frequency and it can't interact with me but mm-hmm. we'll go in there with with these different types of frequencies and tones and i will pump the place full of that and i've noticed a increase not you know, not like out of control Hollywood level, but I've definitely noticed an increase when we do that versus when we just go in there, like you're saying, without anything at all. And I think mixing and match and, and matching energies as well. Like, you know, uh, instead of, you know, these two people going in, you mix it up and put these two in there. And, and when you do that and it changes the energy, cause we all, I think we're all mostly energy and we vibe at different frequencies. Mm-hmm. When you mix and match, I think that can help increase or decrease depending on the on the mixing the level of activity you you might receive Mm -hmm. that makes sense you know i'm noticing a pattern manners hospitals jails hotels what causes a place to be uh haunted there's some evil activity that happened when people were alive or somebody was murdered you know what's what's Mm -hmm. what's the deal with these these same recurring type of places well, the, the prevailing theory on that is, of course, is going to be death, but mostly 
the level of activity is going to depend on the type of death. If it was a, a violent death, you mm -hmm. know, or a sudden death, that usually tends to, at least, you know, again, that's, that's the theory, that that is what causes a lot of this activity. If, if someone was murdered, like we went to Old Yoakum Hospital, and that's, that has a direct connection to the Old Lavaca Jailhouse, where a, a man believed his wife was cheating on him, was a nurse. He went into the hospital, and he shot her in the hospital in one of the waiting rooms. He was caught and hung, apparently, at the jailhouse. Now, when we went to old, old Yoakum Hospital, we've been there a couple times. One of the craziest things that I've ever experienced happened there, where we're, we're coming out of, a, of a, uh, an ICU area and we're walking into the hallway. Right to the right of us is just a closet. And my brother is in front of me, and the cameraman's behind us. And I'm in the middle. And he, as he walks by, he just kind of closes the door with his right hand. And we're talking and walking. And that's another thing. A lot of this crap happens when you're not trying to mm -hmm. get it. When you're just, <laughs> yeah. you know, talking or joking or whatever. That's when it's that's when it strikes in a lot of cases. And this is one of those where we're not really paying attention. We're actually leaving the session. Closes the door, and the door rattles really hard. And mm. it kind of took me by surprise. He thought I did it. And that's why he didn't get freaked out. And I said, no, hell no, I didn't do that. I'm standing right beside it. And we, we tried multiple times to duplicate that. And there was no way to duplicate it. And when you, it was literally like the door closed and then something just shook the door violently. And it rattled like three or four times. I have no explanation for that. But it was wild. And it happened right in front of us. Mm. What do you think the the jinn or the hybrids or the demons or the fallen angels, whatever they are, the ghosts, <laughs> whatever's mm -hmm. going on, what do you think they're trying to communicate? Are they just bored or are they trying to say, help me find my killer? What what do you think they're trying to communicate? Well, that could be that could be D, all of the above. You know, mm. it could be a, a variation of things. I, I even believe that it's another another term for these things could be interdimensional beings or ultra terrestrials and this mm. could include aliens you know mm -hmm. uh, nature spirits you know bigfoot all these kind of things I, I personally believe that all paranormal things are connected in some form or fashion and the way they present themselves to us is the difference mm -hmm. that they all stem from the same source now that's that you know like the the paranormal unified field theory is kind of the the way i look at it mm. what they're what they're actually up to what's their purpose it could be multiple things it could be to interact it could be to deceive it could be all of it and, and there's really no way to tell and i honestly think we're not meant to know those questions on this side but mm -hmm. it's not going to keep me from trying <laughs> mm. <laughs> mm. do you do I, this I look, full time no no i i'd love to I, i'm a vampire full time <laughs> I'm an I'm a night stalker at, at a hardware store. That's oh, that's what I yeah. do. Okay, okay. Um, and did you watch Haunting of Hill House and Haunting of Blind Manor? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> what do you think of those? Oh, I loved them both. I, I I would say if I had to pick between the two, Haunting of Hill House was my favorite, but Blind House was really good. I'm I'm looking forward to season two of both of those shows. Yeah. Well, actually, Bly well, this was is, season two. Yeah, this is supposed to be season two. They just switch locations and, you know, change the characters with the same actors like they do for American Horror Story. 
Whoa, yeah, wait. So Haunting of Bly House is supposed to be the sequel to Haunting of Hill House? It's the not Haunting of Bly Manor yeah. is the sequel to Haunting of Hill House, yeah. Yeah, they're not really? going to do any more Hill House, which I think oh. sucks. Yeah, yeah. I, I never picked up on that. They yeah. got on that one. Huh. Um, oh, I loved both of them, though. Yeah, those would be great houses to go in and, and do some <laughs> investigating. <laughs> Ooh, absolutely. And, of course, I speaking of these kind of places, I got to point out that we're doing our first ever crossover event with another team that, that's called uh, Concho Valley Paranormal, another, another Texas-based team. We're getting together in February to do the Nazareth Hospital in Mineral Wells, Texas. It's a mm. six-story hospital. We've never done a place this big. But the mm. catch to this investigation is we've never met. So uh, these two teams are going to meet for the first time at this location that none of us have ever been to. So mm. I can't wait. It's going to be very interesting. Have you ever gone on like a sort of like a, this kind of concept of being on a blind date, if you will, with other paranormal investigators? And you just thought, oh, my God, I hate this person. <laughs> no, this this is going to be the first time we've ever done that. Oh, so now, this me, will be your first time? Yeah, yeah. And me and the team lead from that team, we, we've communicated a lot over the years and have always wanted to do a crossover event and just hadn't lined it up yet. And we're finally getting to do it. I hope it's safe for y'all to go out there in February. I really wish I could do something like this. It sounds it sounds very interesting. I don't know what I would be like in the actual circumstance. You know, like, would I be scared? Would I be like, this is some bullshit? Or what I think, you know, I'm just curious <laughs> what my reaction would be is really what it is. Usually what happens is is you've got that that nervous energy when you first get there because being alone in the dark in an unfamiliar place that's going to happen. That's that's just human nature. But once you get acclimated to the place and it's not like Hollywood or the TV shows, it's not nearly as scary as you think it is, but then you let your guard down, then shit happens and then you're like, "Okay, wait a minute." You know, <laughs> so so it's, it's kind of this it's this roller coaster ride where it's like there's this lull point where nothing's happening, and then there's suddenly a, a backflip. And you're like, ah, oh, what the hell just happened? And then there's nothing. And then all of a sudden, there's this hard, sharp right turn. And you're like, oh, crap. And, you know, that, that's what it's like, usually. <laughs> mm. Now, Shaggy, you got the name from, uh, from Scooby-Doo? Absolutely. Okay, how did you get Shag Nasty, then? <laughs> oh, I have so many... Variances <laughs> of that name, like my Jedi name is Master Shag Windor. You know, I got, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm the Shagadelic Relic. I'm Shag you McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. I, mean, I got so many different versions; it's hard to keep track of them all. <laughs> that just multiple I, I, personality. Okay, check. absolutely. <laughs> they just come out of nowhere, and I, I'm not even really sure the origin to most of them. But I've been called Shaggy now for almost 20 years I'll, I'll be 48 in january so i've been shaggy wow. for a long time mm-hmm. <laughs> and have you do you still any... have go ahead i was just wondering if you still had the colorful hair it's funny you'd mention that i just if, if we you, you'll see it on instagram <laughs> i just went chantel runs boy. the instagram one chantel oh, runs the okay. instagram page so i haven't even seen you since last year <laughs> oh yeah well, I just went to my, my homeboy dude stylist at Valor Barbershop. Give a shout out to him. If you need your hair cut, that's the place to go. Awesome. And he, he did my hair for me, man. It's this crazy multiple shades of green. Got a little bit of purple in it. It's oh, wow. Sweet. Yeah, nice. How it. long had, is it? I hadn't got to do it. 
it's actually almost to my shoulders at this point. I can get wow. a little tiny ponytail. Let yeah, me go stalk your up. Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I'm That's, going Instagram stalking later. <laughs> it's, it's, you can find me at Shaggy from Paraholics, and that's underscores in between all the different words, including Paraholics. And we spell ours P-A-R-A-H-O-L-I-X. Of course, on Instagram, it's underscore instead of dash. But that's a good place to go to find our other Instagrams that we do and our YouTube channel and all that good stuff. Very cool. I, I've got to get out and do an investigation one day. Mm-hmm. I I don't I don't intend to investigate creepy stuff. Creepy just happens around me. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm like, okay. <laughs> well then you're probably vibing more at the frequency. So yeah, you may get way more interaction than say yeah. I would. I've I I get a lot more um, communication than I intend. I'm just like <laughs> I remember I used to work at the Wild Collection. I don't know if you know about that place. Um, I have heard about that. I've been wanting to go there forever. Well, they're not happening right now because they're shut down. Oh, that's all. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but um, when I worked there, you know, I I would often I I would actually honestly say more creepy stuff started happening. Because I was much more open, I guess, to it. Um, but one time I was sitting there talking to the owner. And we were just talking. And the light just turned right off. Oh, <laughs> like he wow. had lamps on the front. And then they, and you, we heard it click off. Whoa. Okay, that's yeah. cool. <laughs> I looked at him. Takes... He looked at me. And I was like, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, that hmm. takes some energy to flip a switch. Yeah. So... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you heard it click. You know how he, he click a lamp? You heard it. And I was like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> you know, uh, I haven't. I'd, I'd be like, I'll get my cameras. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of equipment do you have? Speaking of which. Oh, God. More than I should. She always asks the equipment question. This and this was not dick related. This was I really was not going there. I'm just asking about. <laughs> <laughs> You're recording. Well, I have uh, I have special equipment. Stop. I have special equipment for all occasions. No, <laughs> I have so many cameras and you know EMS. I mean, it's been addicting, right? You're like super, seriously addicted to these things. Yeah. You're yeah, like, what does that yeah, thing do? I've, and you have to buy it. Uh, I've had to back off a lot because at some point you get to the point where you can't fit all the gear. And your ass in the car, and it's like, dude. But now we got to take two vehicles. We got to oh, wow. double the gas money just because I got more crap that I'm even going to use when I get there. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> it, it is cool, though. I mean, you can do just for the listeners. You can get a um, what is that kind of flashlight called? The mag, not magnet. Um, uh, mag. Oh. The flashlight. We both said it at the same time. <laughs> no, the the kind that you screw on the end, so you can leave it. You can use a flashlight like that. Screw on the end. You were making this too hard. <laughs> you were yelling. Now y'all, who's mind in the gutter? Yeah. And you just leave it slightly, just a little bit open, and you can talk to spirits that way. Oh. This yeah, conversation has gone straight this, to you're hell. You're making this way too easy. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I'm not I the only one talking about. You're talking about the mag light trick. Now, I, yeah. I personally, now this is where I'm going to get all Archie to bunker. I've never liked that because when you do that, you're opening it 
because the way that flashlight works is you is you turn it to make the connection and you turn it the other way to take it away from the connection and when you got it to where it's just barely in there me personally you're just you're hovering in between that that spot and how now now uh oh i hear some laughing going on but <laughs> i know that i've seen videos where people get direct responses you know using this method but at the same time we don't know how how long they were at that how many questions did they ask were nothing happened and they just you know what i mean is that coincidence or is there actually something there i don't this know is true. but so i was just i, I, I was just giving that. the lay person listening an idea of something they could do that wouldn't cost a lot of money no you're give right you, you're right you know to give you a little bit of something to go well let me see how this could work like you know your neighbor yeah. says i think my house might be haunted and you're like well, let's get a Ouija board. Not everybody's going to be cool with that. <laughs> if no, they have one and they want to burn it, email it to me because y'all know I love my Ouija board. <laughs> but anyway, um, you might just throw a, a, a flashlight up and, and check it out. You might just try. And, and the box, the spirit boxes that you're talking about, you can order online, correct? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, one, of the, the big, one of the biggest ghost hunting type stores would be uh, ghoststop.com. Um, but I would also recommend checking eBay and places like that because some of this ghost hunting equipment, and you got to be very careful because when you put the word ghost hunter or paranormal investigator in front of anything, the price instantly goes up. So, mm. you know, but unfortunately there are some, some devices that you can only get from certain places like that, but there are more and more people who are getting 3d printers and making their own stuff which is pretty cool too and you can find all that just by doing searches and stuff you know that's pretty cool but yeah. you know the listeners if you want to start investigating it's not hard it's it's no. very simple to do but you will leave more places disappointed than you will happy yes it's it's if you go in there expecting it to be like hollywood or tv shows you're going to be disappointed but the number one tool you have is yourself, number one. And when we started, we had a flashlight, a still shot camera, a point, like point and click, and mm -hmm. that was it. So, you know, yeah, it's, it's easy to get started. Mm. Well, my earbuds are giving me the I'm about to die on you noises. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no. <laughs> all right. Well, then, real quick, tell everybody where they can find you and your all all of your your paranormal investigations. Keep in touch with you. All that. Well, definitely. Um, we, you know, we're on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and that's P A R A dash H O L I X. And on Instagram, that'd be an underscore. And that that you can find everything we do that way. Okay. Yeah, awesome. Cool. Awesome. Thanks for having me, ladies. I appreciate uh, it. Absolutely, it's been great. Thank you. Thank you, you so much. Good night, guys. Good night. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Sex and Horror. Make sure you subscribe. And join our Facebook group. If you'd like to be a guest, let us know. If you have a topic to suggest, a movie, TV show, book, song to be featured, let us know. You can follow me at ChantelRenee.com. And I'm at Dicey Grinner all over social media. You can find me on my website, DiceyGrinnerBooks.com. See, See you, you next week, week for Sex and Horror. Horror.